Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Whoa! Ah, fine! We've entered another realm, a rift between <laughs> between hosts. <laughs> I'm not starting the podcast. Are you starting the podcast? Who does the opening? <laughs> Who does the opening on a mailbag? Um, hi, uh, welcome back to the podcast. The uh, fanfic fanfic podcast. Uh, we talk about uh, fanfics, except for this week, since we're done, uh, we are, uh, and we're in between doing another one, we're talking about mail, mostly? I, I We've guess... entered the mail dimension. <laughs> Welcome to the mail zone of the fanfic fanfic podcast, which will soon be back to its true and original mandate, which is derivative fanfics, fanfics of fanfics. Um, I don't know if we'll, no, I, it, it, it's also all, uh, horse pervert stuff. It's just also all, uh, 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 friendship is magic, but also on fire and ir- irradiated. <laughs> um, friendship is a warm gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, yeah, no, that was actually... Is it, is it too late to change the podcast name? <laughs> uh, we could start anew. Um, <laughs> fun fact, uh, Fi stole that from me. That was uh, a, a, a long while back. I tried to uh, start working on like a weird, weird uh, fanfic uh, concept that, that uh, by that name. It was, it was a, a retelling of like the pilot episode of friendship is magic also western and also the wizard of oz and also post-apocalyptic it's probably far too ambitious just a little bit (laughs) i mean what's not a little ambition really uh but yeah uh we're gonna be covering like primarily just gonna be doing a bunch of the mail that we've accumulated over the last couple of weeks uh, that we didn't have time for because of the very four of them excellent things and also probably just going to be vamping about uh fallout in general a little bit uh because of things that come up in oh yeah the, well the mail. In, in addition to being like this is this is actually the this is the extravaganza we wanted from the end of season uh season one like the, yeah the, like like series uh, one i guess yeah you uh <sighs> You half yep. British mongoloid Canadian, you, <laughs> you color with a U pervert. <laughs> You're called uh. seasons. I should know. I'm a, I'm an American. We invented television. <laughs> um. Anyways. Um. Yeah. Um. But we're a little bit more famous now. So like. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I, that's right. I said it. <laughs> Um, so we actually have, like, a decent amount of mail this time around, uh, but also, like, we're in a better mood, too. Yeah, that that would be the lens through which we, we reflect on the, uh, the story that we've, we've, we've concluded. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I also just, like, wanted to say before we get started, though, that, like, honestly, like, thanks for sticking around with us for, like, two-plus years at this point. Uh, it's been a wild trip. It, it Like, this honestly started off as, like, something of a joke. Like, we... we We've we've explained that the the like the origins of this podcast a couple of times now, but like this started off because like like I'm an artist and as an artist I stream and when you stream you uh, have to talk like you don't have to but most people talk and eventually you talk about things you you like or dislike. Um, uh, I'm struggling to think about that up is not jump. Uh, it's like strategically selling off parts of your life for profit, uh, but. Uh, uh, in my case, uh, one of the things that had been haunting me forever is is the story of Project Horizons, and I would just tell anybody who wanted to know about this fucked up thing that I read, because, you know, people like to commiserate over bad things. Uh, and it eventually led into, like, you should make a podcast about it, and, you know, roped Weird into doing it, because Weird is also a weirdo who uh, likes talking about bad things. Um, well, specifically, and- I was sold on the, the, the premise of the podcast being so preposterously niche that no <laughs> one no one should do it it is because uh, you know there's been there's like there's a bunch of media podcasts that are about like here's a specific book series uh, uh one of my favorite podcasts of all time is the jurgenet podcast which is just about the terrible tv series the secret life of an american teenager and it's an excellent show partly because the show's so bad it's just it's good fodder um, but yeah, I wanted to get this demon off my chest and the easiest way to do that, because the thing is, is that like, I've, like I've, we've always made points about Project Horizons is 1.6 million words long. It is a difficult beast to tackle. It actually requires a podcast to go chapter by chapter because so much about what happens in it is convoluted and confusing and, uh, gets retconned by later details that it's honestly hard to keep in all of the shit that happens in it. And I largely blame that's why it's considered relatively favorable by the community is either you're a monster or you don't remember all of the bad stuff that happened in it because that happened like three years ago and six and a half million words ago. So you you have a vague memory of some of the gems in, in, in the in the shit slurry uh, yeah. that, that rushed by you. Uh, only only with proper examination do you realize that it's all fool's gold and quartz. Yes. <laughs> It's all iron, pyrite, and glass. (laughs) But I think a cool thing that we've kind of done as continuing this podcast, because we were kind of stuck for a while, like what we were going to do after. And tackling the original story, I think, was a great idea to eventually go back to because it's, I don't know, like, it's the thing is, is that, like, Fallout Quest Tree has always been something that's been very... Them's the heels the real gold's in. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's always been something that's really important to me. It's something that is, that has mattered a lot in my life because it was something that like I read and like, it's, it like, I've always loved fan fiction. Like I, I, I grew up reading a lot of fan fiction. In fact, a lot of my time as a child was spending reading bad and Yasha fan fiction. Uh, you could figure out, you, you could figure out, uh, how old I am and what my address is by that statement. You know, like there's not a lot of examples of like truly, prolific fan fiction and this just happens to be like a thing that hits all of the right spots in my brain like i love post-apocalyptic media and i love the funny horses and i really love stuff that genre blends stuff in really weird and interesting ways further 
uh, propagate human consciousness by imprinting new ideas <laughs> through strange and weird fusions. Um, so this just hit all the right spots for me. And, and that's inevitably, unfortunately, what led me into reading Project Horizons because you want to just read more of that. Like, like we, we talked about this a lot last week about how, like, FOE is this, like, dynamo that just, like, it's just this fucking nuclear engine of a setting that just makes you want to, like, consume more of it. Like, you just, you just want more places there to be. You want more horses shooting other horses and learning friendship lessons. And you just, like, want there to be more there. And there's a lot of supply because a lot of people had that kind of instinct immediately out the gate after reading it. Not all of it's that great, but enough of it's good enough that it's like worth pursuing a lot of the other fan content uh which is why i've made those recommendations over the time um but yeah um but that unfortunately led me into reading project horizons and uh, but as a twist of fate that's how we got here um so i guess like yeah without further ado we should well, probably jump into the mail I, I i do need to say one more thing before we crack into the okay. into, into the, the letters and i am I am I I this there's a terrible weight on my chest of holding on to Emerald's <laughs> letter for the, these so many weeks. So I I uh, I, I want to jump into it, but I I, I want to confirm uh, as as an outside observer uh, for you, the audience, we have succeeded. The operation was a success. <laughs> Before we began this podcast, it maybe once a week or so uh, on five stream, Fi would wind up talking about pH. <laughs> would, would would have to re-explain uh, yes. Project Horizons and try to articulate like the the psychic wound, <laughs> the scar on his mind, uh, and and post this podcast, post the end of of, of season one, um, clean bill of health. <laughs> well, now I have a whole podcast I can recommend. Yeah, this, you just, you just this... point to... <laughs> This festering mass I can point to. Um, that you, you've excised from your body. Hey, you got a long uh, a long commute to work every day? <laughs> Boy, do I have 72 hours of content for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so... <clears throat> But uh, as we float in this nebulous male void... We, we are inside the jingles. <laughs> the the tolling of the bells is insufferable. <laughs> There's only one way to drown out the madness. And that is, hello again uh, for this final episode of Fanfic Fanfic Shaputin. Uh, big congrats on uh, both of you uh, wrapping up uh, this new phase of the podcast, and especially congrats to Weird uh, for keeping focus through all 600,000 words of FOE. Uh, <laughs> I very much uh, share their ADD-related difficulties and keeping focus on a story to any degree below uh, excessive bins uh, consumption, uh, so I can't help uh, feeling proud. Uh, much like how your coverage of PH helped me fully process what a fucking garbage fire that story was, and excise its demons from my brain. Your follow-up coverage of the original story has helped me find appreciation for it again. After many years of uh, my main exposure to the world of post-apocalyptic pastel horses, being exclusively PH and other god-awful uh, recursive fan works, I had convinced myself that the original story was also awful all along, and felt intensely embarrassed any time I felt a twinge of affection for it. I'm better now. 
In fact, I, I've actually committed myself to rereading the story for myself, Yay. taking chapter by chapter notes of uh, <clears throat> notes as a sort of fan commentary track. Uh, and especially taking note of all the potentially disturbing, triggering aspects uh, of it in order to uh, compile a good set of content warnings. Yeah. Uh, all, all of this in service of being able to comfortably recommend it to friends. It's a fun time, and in a sense, cathartic. Letting myself reclaim this piece of media that meant so much to me when I first read it. Mm -hmm. The only problem... Uh, with this reread is that thanks to your podcast coverage, I'm getting distracted by all the extremely cool shit uh, that <laughs> happens uh, way later on in the story. And forget that I'm still barely uh, wrapping up uh, the Manhattan visit. God damn it, I want to uh, get to the Canterlot saga and Little Pip's insane scheme to nuke the goddess and Ditsy being an absolute legend. And Red Eye performing an acrobatic fucking pirouette directly into the alicortification sludge. And the ending that makes me cry every time. Speaking of the ending, though, it reminds me of a piece of media uh, that I'm just going to go ahead and recommend to you two. Uh, and to everyone else in the audience, while I have a platform to shout from. The six-episode BBC series, <clears throat> BBC series, years and years, uh, from... 2019 written uh, by the guy that helped reboot the doctor back in 2005 it follows the lives of an average family during a very tumultuous 15 years of speculative fiction future history it's very good and ends in a very similar vibe to foe and another thing it makes me smile Every single time you wrap up an episode with Onwards to Sunshine and Rainbows! I didn't expect that to catch on at all, <laughs> but I'm glad it did, uh, because it's incredibly funny how literal the phrase winds up being. Yes. Onwards to... Wait. Uh, <laughs> we reached Sunshine and Rainbows last week. Shit. Onwards to... Banbic... Banbic? <laughs> Are uh, Boruto jokes funny? Have they ever been funny? Uh, is this joke even comprehensible? Uh, fuck, why is the mic still recording? Uh, <laughs> this is a terrible way to close out. Signed, Emerald. And that's the last we heard of them, officer. I've never heard of Burrito the Ninja. Don't know what you're talking about. Yes, I too have never heard of Boruto, son of Naruto. Naruto being Boruto's dad. Is that um, so? <laughs> yes, that's all you need to know about Naruto. Christ. Uh, yeah, that that recommendation sounds pretty cool. I'll definitely have to check it out um, because, you know, uh, it sounds neat enough. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm always, like, amazed by, like, the weird specific brain thing that, like, apparently I share with a lot of people or, like, I, I, like, or, like, I knew a lot of people that share this sort of feeling of, like, reading FOE and being like, ah, okay. Like, I liked that, but then you read, like, the other ones, and you'd be like, oh, maybe, like, FOE isn't as good as I remember it to be, because, like, if this is what it was, in like, inspired by it, then, like, what the fuck did I read? Um, like, especially, like, PH, because PH has so many negative things to say about uh, FOE, like, it really just is a, like, a hate screed over it, a 1.6 Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It does, like, like, this is a recurring thing, like, two recurring things, we, like, I, I seem to recall, or, at least, you know, I... 
I have the phantom of a memory of, of, of various other people writing to us with, with these two sentiments. One, it damaged my brain. Like, I, I haven't been able to stop thinking about Project Horizons, and it hurts. Um, mm-hmm. And two, it made me forget how good the original was. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that way, like, I'm... I'm I'm proud of us for um, <laughs> not only like like healing people and and uh, washing off the graffiti, uh, <laughs> like 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 wash like like cleaning up uh, after Somber's like vandalism, which worked. But like mm-hmm. now we're here, <laughs> yeah, with, with I, the I, turpentine. I definitely think part of why it worked is because it just simply is so much longer and so much more like so much bigger and it already like plays and it, it, it like it is it, it like affirms things people felt about little pip because like if you want to be negative about little pip like little pip is something of a like a, a i don't like there isn't a word like there isn't good words to describe like the things you could say negatively about little pip that don't struggle to just be like well she's good at doing stuff which if you don't like women then like that kind of reads negatively which is a bullshit sentiment like don't get me wrong i don't agree with that i just like she's she's every bit uh, the same level of power fantasy as indiana jones or uh like yeah or you're like like she even though she's she's honestly a a a a better and more well-rounded uh power fan like you know power fantasy uh wish fulfillment character than like james bond for instance it's 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 very much the like weird compulsion in our society. The, this the same thing that makes women opinionated uh, if she speaks as much <laughs> as as a man. Uh, yeah, it's it's it is. Uh, it, she is she is she is a good and exciting uh, pulp fantasy hero uh, mm-hmm. who happens to be, yeah. and that is a problem for some people. Yes. Um, and even if it isn't a problem, like it can register weird <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in people's brains. Like, like even, even if they in, in, enjoy it, it results in, you know, what you were trying to articulate is that like, it feels like there should be a, a, a term for it, even though like, no, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's the same thing as you would expect of any, uh, fantasy hero who like does a adventure <laughs> and mm-hmm. gets the girl in the end. <laughs> Yeah. Uh saves the day and gets the girl. Uh it's it's the 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 only differentiation is is their um gender presentation. Yeah, Ooh. of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wonder why. Can't imagine why that might be. Uh but yeah, um and I do think that like a lot of the damage that PH did in specific was making like sneering cinemason style uh critiques of every single thing that pip does and says and because there's this like i've said before like that like that like blackjack existed as this weird like effigy where like she existed to be like this character is dumb and stupid just like little pip and to make the connection in your brain that like oh i guess little pip's dumber and stupider than i thought she was she's more dangerous and reckless than i imagine because this character is meant to be like her but 
she's not though she's meant to be like a weird funhouse mirror version of it that is filtered to a brain of a deeply myopic uh uh monster frankly uh and it's it, and therefore like all everything they say about little pip should be like taken with just an absolute grain of salt if not not at all but regardless I've said that many 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 through, times through through a constant uh uh, a, a shifting of uh, a, a delirious shifting of rhetorical focus. The enemy is both weak and strong. Like there, there's there's a similar delirium uh, uh, related to the character of, of Blackjack, uh, because she is like it's so like it 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 really really is almost like Freudian in a way. Like that like I I we've never really talked about this, but it's it's so interesting that somber like because like every so often Blackjack is is like somber's like self-insert less so than like um fucking golden blood who is who is so d directly somber a <laughs> uh, 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 somber's proxy that like somber is a substitute teacher and guess what <laughs> like, mm -hmm. uh like they, they 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 have similar backgrounds even um but anyway um that his protagonist who when she isn't a stand-in for K-Cat and, and like being abused for that is, is, is his, like his immediate proxy. His ideal end is to contrive an excuse for why little Pip is no longer in the tube so that, uh, Superman can make out with ultra guy. Mm -hmm. Like, like the, like, it's so weird that like he, and, and, and it's emblematic of like the, I kept making fun of him throughout the story, at least, uh, especially toward the end of being in, unable to escape uh mm -hmm. uh, uh k-cat shadow like yeah the shadow like that's the that's the great that's the great to it. <laughs> it's the great joke it's the it's the great mockery though the like the last it's our last stab at them is this the, the revelation that that uh for everything ph is trying to be it can't even be good enough to be a bad fall thing. equestria like it it, it 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 can't escape it, it can't yeah. like escape uh fallout equestria's vortex like it, mm. it 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 keeps it keeps having to refer back to and kneel down <laughs> before foe's like core canon like like it it, it changes things of the margins to make it like uglier <laughs> to, mm. to, to vandalize it but but ultimately it, it it can't be its own story like like it it, it kept having opportunities to, to branch off and, and and be its own animal but it never uh like it would it would shrink and wilt in the light of the sun and so it must forever cower <laughs> in the shadow of the original work um and so it's it's so peculiar that in spite of despising little pip for uh and her her, her, her radical anarchist ways um somber had to like have 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 them kiss and get married to, to a little bit like <laughs> all in all um great letter to emerald <laughs> yeah anyway we, we, we really got on a tangent on that one it, but it's, it's just yeah. what's gonna happen um because as as said this is this is you know it, besides being a mailbag uh we're you know uh, we're, we're, we're just doing a big old retrospective on the, the whole podcast up to this point. Um, and to, to, to center us again, uh, because the chiming of the jingling, uh, yes. further drives us to madness. Fly, we get, hey, it's me again. <laughs> Hopefully I wrote this in time for the finale. I just caught up again 
at the end of Fallout Equestrian, no subtitle. Uh, no sub subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> and I am super happy to see how much Weird enjoyed the fic. Uh, for my part, I'm also delightfully surprised to discover several parts I completely uh, forgot happened. I got uh, quite a few laughs uh, from your shorthand accounts of Pip's adventures, uh, especially your uh, summaries of the fight scenes. Uh, ha ha. <laughs> the editorial note, this is literally in the, uh, it's comma, ha ha. <laughs> Between whenever I last sent you an email and now, I actually got a friend uh, to start listening to the podcast as well. Yay. So shout outs to them uh, whenever they uh, reach this point. I heard that uh, some other letters uh, were offering recommendations for stuff. Uh, so here are my few cents, if I may be so bold. Colon. On Fallout Equestria... <clears throat> on the Fallout Equestria front, uh, unfortunately, un, uh, unfinished uh, fic called uh, Fallout Equestria Wasteland Economics by Dr. Ham follows a, a scrap sales pony in their day-to-day -day life trying to run a store. It's kind of has a lower decks vibe to it, and I really enjoy... <clears throat> I really liked what I read. The subject of pony fic in general, I can't recommend Erkin Hard Reset series. Erkin's Hard Reset series. Amusingly, I found the first fic just before Edge of Tomorrow came out, and it has a really similar premise. Twilight Sparkle is caught in a time loop and has to figure <laughs> out how to save the world. When she dies, time resets. The later fic explore some of the ramifications of how someone might develop trauma from such an event and what that might mean for them going forwards. And lastly, in the uh, wide world of web literature, my recommendation goes to the novel uh, Death Worlders by one Hambone. <laughs> it's a grand space epic in the humanity fuck yeah genre. Nice. Uh, where humans are special or significantly different from the rest of the galaxy. In this case, Earth is designated a death world, a planet uh, on which no sapient life could ever exist. Uh, when a human saves a station from an attack from a hostile species called the Hunters, things start to take off and push Earth and humanity into the spotlight. First chapter is dated 2014 and has been ongoing ever since. So there is a whole ton of material, especially after a certain point when the chapters start to grow bulkier. It definitely has some issues though, especially as it seems to put a lot of weight on the actions of individual people, uh, but the story it tells is fascinating. <clears throat> Lastly, I humbly offer a recipe of my own creation, uh, though unlike before, I did in fact test it myself. Editorial note, much obliged. All right, now we're... Antiolus's Pad Thai. Ingredients. One package instant ramen. Two teaspoons chunky peanut butter. One egg. Two teaspoons honey. Hot sauce to taste. Water. In a bowl, combined ramen, season packet. Peanut butter, egg, honey, and hot sauce. Then add ramen noodles on... Add boiling water. Let sit for 10 minutes or until noodles are desired firmness. And there you have it. Please thank Jingles for me. And uh, 
move onwards to sunshine and <laughs> rainbows. Signed, Alyssa. Yeah, thank well, you. Well, I would think jingles if we weren't floating around in the nether void within him. <laughs> uh, yeah, constantly buffeted by I, an endless. I just very wind. rudely gendered gendered jingles, and, and so my <laughs> torment won't. Uh, well, I get well, I get to take off the void early. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we're constantly being buffeted by a torrent of 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 letters uh, swirling in a cacophony of noise. Uh, that I've helpfully edited at the podcast. Uh, but yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot for the recommendations. Those will definitely be in the show notes, especially the recipe, because uh, that sounds fun. I'm deathly allergic to peanut butter, but, you know, I'm sure lots of other humans enjoy peanut butter. Um, Maybe there's something with a similar texture. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And if you like and if you uh, like your, your pad tie on the cheap, I guess, um, sounds like a great uh, sounds like a great recipe. Seems like something I definitely will try. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for that uh seriously the the cacophony is, is 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 pretty bad i i think i might be on the edge of my sanity at too too weird and fly <laughs> you asked for letters so i thought i'd uh write in again congratulations on completing the 600,000 word tome that is fallout equestria stables were dwelled boxcars were levitated morbs were absorbed uh gods were nuked evil books were burned, fascists were killed, skies were parted, and more, most importantly, friends were made. Hey. Oh, what a good fucking story. <laughs> Last episode on the Discord, you talked uh, a little bit about your ideas for an anthology of short stories. So I thought I'd ask, what are some <clears throat> of the things that uh, you think are underutilized in FOE side fix? Uh, settings, scenarios, time frames, factions, locations, character types ideas etc uh to give a sense of uh perspective on Fi's suffering the six hundred thousand word uh mark in project horizons is where blackjack dies for the first time and becomes a robo horse first time by the way there are <laughs> 1.2 million words after that yes look forward to the third season of the show on discussion of <laughs> heroes from luke Yes, thank you, Luke. Actually, actually, I feel like I I, I want to before we address Luke's big question, which is a real big question, Luke. Yeah, I want to double check and see if uh, Alyssa had any uh, questions in there or things that um we like. I I feel we should respect the the letters uh, now that we are suffused in them, uh, much <laughs> much like a, a a wretched orb space. Uh, no, just just recommendations, and yeah, that's that's why we we moved on. Uh, tasty recipe for bad dice. So, anyway, um, Fi would be better equipped to answer this question because uh, my sole um, interaction with uh, fanfics is uh, this podcast <laughs> and uh, helping do some um, uh, do some. What's the what's the opposite of a copy editor? What's the what's the term for an editor that like uh, 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 just recommends uh, different phrasing and like. Yeah, uh, a, a I'm line editor. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure quite um, honestly. Uh, yeah, uh, I would definitely be the like I guess expert, quote unquote. Uh, yeah. But I think that. But and, anyway, I, I I helped. I tried to help collaborate with with somebody who was working on their own fan fiction, and so I only know their work and the work that we've discussed on this podcast. So, far answer first, and then I can maybe give an answer from like what I've gathered. Like, actually, maybe I should answer first because I have like 
gotten a sense through osmosis of the things that like are mm-hmm. underappreciated um like earth ponies don't get a lot of time in the sun and if they do their thing is just being strong a big guy who is strong and doesn't necessarily contribute a lot to the plot i imagine fi is i'm going to talk a bit about zebras uh i don't know that um so like the, one of the first things that that like sprang to my mind for quite a while toward the like latter half of the 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 um Follett, like you know talking about um Follett Equestria is in the aftermath how hard it's going to be for Pegasi that there there'd be a real incentive for Pegasi to like cover their wings <laughs> and yeah try to pass themselves off as earth ponies so like I I kind of wonder if any well actually yeah we we've already talked about like I I am also given to a given the impression that the vast majority of fanfics for whatever reason take place before the end of Mm -hmm. foe like like take place during uh the time that pip is running around or before Mm -hmm. um and i am fully convinced that post uh day of sunshine rainbows is uh is is a real firecracker of a setting let me tell you oh for sure it's just that I, i i do understand why for a lot of people it's also incredibly intimidating it's like okay, write a blank canvas. Also, but like, also here's a bunch of like things that came before it that you know you have to like include or comment on or at least relate back to in some way. I, I, I'll, I'll get. I'll let Fi actually answer the question <laughs> eventually. Yeah. But first, I, I want to say that. So I've I've tried my hand at like doing it myself now. Yes. And and one of the 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 obstacles I've come across is trying to. I guess understand the rules uh like like i i guess my the, the the big challenge that i have trying to do do fanfic for this is that i i yeah wasn't i'm not super invested in uh friendship is magic um mm-hmm. and like i kind of feel like you're not i'm i'm not doing it right if i don't <laughs> use place names from uh, uh uh either friendship is magic or some of the like random locations that were name dropped in yeah as i've Um, i I, as i i can get into though like i don't think that necessarily matters and i think a lot of really good stories have been done by making up their own funny horse pun names for places that just take place in the same setting yeah okay i'll 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 let vi answer the question because uh like i yeah no i I guess it wouldn't be too much to say that like i kind of wanted to like have mine take place in a a desert or like sort of open plains area and Mm -hmm. there is one of those (laughs) in friendship is magic but if I um if 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 I set mine in in a completely new place called the Mojave, then like that means there's two deserts in the setting, <laughs> like or or it's well outside of the range of of the gardens. But I don't want to be outside of the range of the gardens. I want to be like yeah in in I, the setting. So anyway, I, I would also like to point out too that like uh, uh, Appaloosa also is in a desert um, as well. That, that's what I'm saying is that there is there is a there is a named desert that is immediately north of Appaloosa. But anyway, uh, 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 yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. But like to actually like, uh, I guess, like field uh, some of the stuff that I think is kind of like under like underutilized within the 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 side fix, because like this is off the top of my dome. But like I do have a lot, I guess, to say about this sort of thing. Uh, a short list is like a very short TLDR list of this is. Uh, zebras, griffins, uh, hellhounds, uh, any place that is uh, not the main setting, uh, 
it, weirdly enough, any dashite, like dashites are just like underutilized as a concept in this setting. Um, I knew it. <laughs> uh, bandits uh, or like pre bandits or like ba- like people going straight from being a, being a raider uh, is underutilized. <clears throat> but uh, to like go into a little a little bit more specifics, uh, I, I like I understand to some degree why zebras are not used. Like zebras are kind of a landmine because zebras are handled with a certain degree of a light touch, but they're left pretty vague and. A lot of the information we're given on them is just straight up propaganda that we you know, know is false after a certain point. So it's hard to like do that. Like, how do you make the Klingons, you know, from scratch? Uh, and so I understand why that is. But I find that even to that degree, the community is somewhat pretty cowardly about wanting to tackle zebras as a concept. They typically do a single token zebra character like the original series is, which I've commented on that being a problem in its own right. Or there's at least one or two of them that awkwardly take place in zebra lands, but still have pony protagonists, which seems really pointless to me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's what somber, shitty fall Equestria project horizon sequel is, is it's all in the homelands, which is the zebra homelands. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, just as a reference point. Uh, griffins are really underutilized because, like, to me, griffins are one of those things that are, like, a fascinating uh, culture in the setting. Like, they're a culture of mercenaries because their homeland don't exist no more. And uh, the this uh, there's this awkward transition period you could theoretically write about beforehand or even post-FOE where they're starting to be, like, united as, like, part of the, like, like main culture. Well, like the, 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 yeah, the, the foundation of the NCR. And, and like all the implications of like, you could really go into some fallout new Vegas NCR kind of stuff with like, Uh yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a Griffin pony coalition. At the end of the day, the Griffins are on top and they're very much about marketing and like, uh, uh, the, 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 the invisible claw of the market. Personally, (laughs) I would stay away from that though, because of what, because yeah, uh, some of the opinions the community has about griffins but like what's your name like not gadget the 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 awful monster that escaped the destruction of uh friendship city like what if they're back (laughs) yeah you could do you could do all sorts of stuff with griffins is what i'm saying uh one of my favorite uh side stories uh guys of chaos it's secondary character it's sort of like calamity equivalent is a cool griffin with a sniper rifle named ash red um uh, uh, I think I, th- I think if we're going to recommend something along like um, all of the things that you listed, which are like underutilized, uh, and and the, even the thing that I mentioned uh, that was on the uh, Earth ponies, uh, all of that um, is uh, is is uh, tackled by uh, Dead End. Yeah, uh, Dead End is a great story. It's it's written by a, f- a mutual friend of ours uh, named the Wandering Zebra. Uh, it is a really cool story. I like everything it's doing, just in general. Uh, that, that's the one I, I, I tried to help on. Yeah. Uh, 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 please read it and see if you can tell which chapter that I <laughs> I, I, I came in and started to help with. It's a, But it's a cool um, story. It's got a lot of promise. Uh, uh, I like it a lot. But yeah, it's just, there's a lot of stuff, like, there, there's a, there's a common out, like, to break it down, there's a commonality of people wanting to just write stories about 
that are just more or less retreads of the, of FOE, either because they're sneering about it or because they are just empty-headed. So they just write about stable dwellers coming up to the surface, learning about whatever wild stuff is happening, and then just kind of doing the events of FOE, but in a different location. This isn't just a PH. There's a couple of other ones. I will always make fun of... I don't remember which one it is. I think it's Las Pegas or New Pegas. There's New Pegas and there's New Pegasus because people have done New Vegas multiple times in this community, obviously. I think it's New Pegas where the uh, the writer is a dipshit, um, I think. If it's not, then I'm apo I apologize to the person if they're not a dipshit, but if they are the one I'm thinking of, uh, they're a dipshit who just redid new vegas um uh but with horses and it's just the most uninspired take on new vegas i've ever seen in my life uh and is just a disappointment all around but yeah uh it's it's a shame uh in fact yeah the actual bulk of like one of my biggest criticisms of this community in general it's it's a necessity because of the way the storytelling works two things one of them is there's a huge issue with having unicorn protagonists almost exclusively. There's It's actually very difficult to find stories where the main character isn't a unicorn, and I get why that is. Telekinesis solves a lot of narrative road bumps. Having the ability to just, okay, and then I can use my magic to do hands makes a lot of interactions make more sense in the mind of a writer, and I get that that is like the, the go-to instinct. Having having like done some like yeah again take taking some shots myself recently, I've discovered that it's it's weirdly hilarious and fun writing non Pegasus characters interacting with stuff, uh mainly because uh it you have to remember that like Pinkie Pie bakes cakes yes and and this is because uh like pony mouths are are very strong and articulated and also they're their hooves don't end with like hard parts. They're like these soft suction company things. <laughs> um, They're made of cartoon. Like, like, yeah, in in uh, I, I had I had like an interesting like brain moment of of like so so in in the the, the the tiny micro bit of writing I did sort of as a proof of concept, a character like does a bit of like action of like using a ladle to scoop up some yeah you know, uh, some soup and, and drink from it before delivering a line i i had to ask myself do i do i like articulate like spend spend some tech like like waste some text <laughs> describing that well like you know the ladle has a curve on it so the hoof is like catching yeah, just, just lifting, yeah. yeah catching the end of the ladle and then i went no <laughs> no i don't <laughs> reader could just imagine it C calamity also no telekinesis master engineer and this is and like <laughs> this is why i think that like the there is an innate genius to mouth guns like mouth guns are stupid the story is well aware of that but they st it does it anyways and i i really respect the gumption uh of doing that like making making the primary way people fight in the story ridiculous is actually genius it's it is perfectly fitting with fim's tone and it's perfectly fitting with the weird contrast you're going for with this um but yeah but just but the other problem that uh, that is actually weirdly really really common is that a lot of people always put these stories in like i forget what the term for it is but it's like it's where it's first person perspective and you can also hear the thoughts of the like person 
Like, it is that specific perspective that almost all of these stories are in. And while that's fine, it is also restricting. Like, a big thing that I made criticisms about with PH is that in later parts of PH, PH chafed against doing that because they wanted, like, like Sombra very clearly wanted to do these big, giant war battles that bj couldn't be there for every part of them so they had to contrive incredibly convoluted ways to experience an entire anime battle happening to all these constituent parts and it doesn't work it's super clunky and awful to read and i guess this is another one of those like writing corner advice things it's like if you're planning on writing a a, a a film like a follow quest tree of fan fiction which like i strongly recommend like the community always can need new people in it it always needs new blood in it because like it is a community that is made of like horrible dis- diseased vultures who just pick at everything and like actually making like new stuff i think is like actually good so and if you're destined to write a story in this setting i my suggestion would be to not be too beholden by the exact way FOE was created. I promise you, you will still manage to get the same mouthfeel of your story, even if it's a third-person perspective that talks about a bunch of characters or has an omniscient narrator. Like it is, it is. Those are totally yeah. fine artistic decisions to make. Here, here's a here's a fun thing to notice. Like like this is this is a, a peculiar, and I I had to argue with the like while I was talking with um uh the 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 writer of dead end um people like every like everybody seems to just assume that the 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 first person is is just the way it's done yeah but like there was a specific reason that it was first person and foe and uh and when when the main when when that reason was done <laughs> when 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 that uh framing device was was exhausted it goes into third person <laughs> yeah only, it's, it's third person limited in the final chapter. The only the, story that felt like it got this to me that I've read from this is, um, oh, I'm blanking on the name now, even though it's uh, Murky Number Seven. Murky Number Seven. I, I don't know why I got that confused, but Murky Number Seven has a similar framing device. It is told retroactively through a story the main character is telling to DJ Pond Three in specific, so it allows them to be. Like, it allows them to, like, replicate a similar tone, but it's for, like, direct reasons. It's not just doing it because that was the way FOE was written. So my point is, like, it's fine to write like that, but, like, there's a reason why FOE did it, and it's to be conscious of why it did it, um, and not just replicating it because that was the way it was done. I think my favorite of all time, like, one of my favorite of all time uh, uh, first-person framing devices is um even though i i like in all other instances despise warhammer like i i want to hurt warhammer the the concept i i was turned on to um a a series of of warhammer novels that are explicit comedy like they they still take too many of the the core concepts of the the setting seriously for my liking but it's 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 effectively you know what i'm not going to go into it yeah uh, the important part is it's the the caiaphas kane novels yeah and and the, the the framing device is that it is a a a multi book like like a a massive end of career confessional. <laughs> the, the, these are the secret confessions of of the hero of the Imperium. Um, and uh, the the thing that makes the, the framing device interesting is is one it's it's the the, the secret confessions of, of of a man's guilty conscience for his fraudulent career. 
and also it is it has been edited together and is full of anna annotations from an inquisitor mm -hmm. uh who who uh occasionally like uh makes an annotation that is like just commentary on on various events um whether like he's he's embellished this or more often than not uh, just a note to confirm you may think that he is lying here but in fact <laughs> but yeah but the important part is that like be conscious of the way that you're writing your story because it's just important just as important as the story you're writing uh, and you shouldn't just regurgitate form and structure simply because that was the way the thing you liked did it as my like takeaway um but yeah uh i feel like uh that covered uh like a brief summation because i could go on a really long rant i guess about all of the missed opportunities people take in, F in fanfics but the real thing i would just say is you the audience you listener uh if you have a desire to write in this setting you should do it you know what it's um could i could just ask ask five about this this off cast but like send us mail and tell us what you think of the idea of um if in addition to our regular um saturday broadcast would people like to hear an audio performance of, of a thing that i wrote <laughs> i sure because we could... that, that might actually help me like motivate me to actually do it <laughs> i'm sure we could we could at least slip in and like a test snippet into, an, into a later broadcast or something but yeah uh we're getting a little long in the tooth i think we have at least one more uh, oh my god fine <laughs> we found the edge of of the jingles verse, these we found the inner edge of it. It's threatened flames, fine, a thousand feet tall, along the the interior of the jingles. Behold, four jingles, and it reads. Thank you. I was I was made aware of your con uh, podcast by a mutual friend. Back when you started covering Fallout Equestria itself. I am humbled and honored by your coverage of the story that I consider my magnum opus. For nearly a year, uh, you have made Sundays a day to look forward to. Your insights in the story and the perspectives you bring have made this a wonderful listen. Your critiques were surgical, and I agree with the majority of them, particularly in regards to Chapter 3, although that is when we do meet Ditsy Do. <laughs> so it has a special place in my heart, despite being what it is. You have no idea how hard it's been not to write you during your coverage. I did not want your podcast to be influenced by awareness that the author was listening. I look forward to your coverage of Heroes. Heroes is one of the two FOE spinoffs that I greatly admire, but never finished due to uh, no fault of the story. In the case of Heroes... Uh, due to constraints, I was uh, listening to the excellent audiobook by Equestrian Narrator. Unfortunately, the production ended uh, prematurely in the uh, early 30s of the chapters. Uh, the last thing I remember happening is redacted. <laughs> I intend to let your coverage of Heroes uh, refresh me on the details of the story. And once you reach the last chapter I listen to, I hope to follow along reading a chapter a week until the end. Uh, so here is to many, many more uh, Saturdays that we can look forward to together. K-Cat. Uh, it ends with a quote. Never did learn what happened to Rainbow Dash. 
probably for the best. It's good that there are still some mysteries. Who became the bearer of generosity? And who was Joseph Stallion? Uh, 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 oh, we're tumbling back into the bunker. <laughs> oh, we're at the jingles verse. Uh, we're free. Ah, 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 ah. Um, uh, I've once again retained my form as a jukebox, to, which is, of course, my my true form within the fiction of the podcast. I uh, please for for to part the KFAB a little bit. Uh, we have to kind of like do these uh, uh, these in advance so that if there's questions and stuff like that, uh, I have time to answer them and stuff or like I have like time to ruminate on them. Um, so I knew about this in, in advance so we couldn't capture the weird ecstatic giddiness that I had uh, upon first reading that. Uh, I astral projected. <laughs> like it, it's it's one of those things like I, I didn't expect after writing like after doing this dumb thing like when we because like when we first like when we first started this podcast it was a mess like the audio was broken uh we had to like completely record the first episode which is just like par for the course for most podcasts but just everything went i've wrong. downgraded from from a pretty decent microphone back to down to the microphone integrated in my laptop like so i'm sorry about that this is a podcast that has just had weird issues and constant hangups and dumb bullshit happened to it all the time. And it's just a dumb, funny thing that we did because I wanted to talk about this cool, like this bad fanfic. And then subsequently this really cool fanfic that meant like, honestly, like a lot to me, like not to like, to like, I said it earlier, this podcast, like this episode, but like this fanfic meant like a lot to me. Like I was in a really bad place mentally uh, during the kind of era in which I was reading these things. And it did, like, it did help me pull out of it a lot. And, like, I'm honestly trying not to cry right now because, like, I can't believe that, like, this is a thing that other people, like, consume and like. And, and that, like, we... Uh, we got this really nice letter from the creator of this thing that like I like as much as I do that I always talk about it and I always uh, 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 prostrate it to people. <laughs> um, so my relationship with this letter is is a little, let's say unique <laughs> uh, uh, due to due to uh, the particular unusual brain my <laughs> the brain my way works uh, the way way my uh, own brain works. Um, so, I'm always suspicious of flattery. Like I'm always like wary of being complimented uh, because like I've, I, I, I've been burned too many times in my youth by people like giving me like uh, uh, flattery for like bad work. I did like, mm -hmm. like people telling me that very bad art I did as, as, as a youth was, no, that's good. That's, that's great. You're doing, you're, you're doing a good job. And and so like I always think you know people are lying to me or like I'm always kind of suspicious of, of of praise, and so because of that, as a transitive property, I can tell you, K Cat, that if I knew that you were listening, I would have been much more reserved in my <laughs> otherwise unreserved praise. <laughs> it's 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 a good it's a good thing you kept low in secret, uh, otherwise I wouldn't have kissed your ass so hard. <laughs> uh. 
And now we just have to immolate out of embarrassment. But yeah, I don't know. Like, everything I've ever, ever said about FOE has always been genuine. Gen- I've always been genuine in my, like, love of the thing and my genuine of my, like, criticisms of it still. Um, I think that it is a uh, a wonderful piece of thing to exist and we're we're about to close up the the episode because I think that's that's we have we have exited the mail zone uh, and we're gonna move on to the next one. Uh, so you know you can I, I want to leave us with with one last thing after we do our like little reps uh, uh, if, if before unless uh, weird wants to get some I, I, I do have another thing like there's there's something very very important in, in this letter that I did want to want to get to um which was uh, uh i wanted to to excla- ex- explicate uh the the joseph stallion uh running joke a little bit you had to like prove that you were in fact listening <laughs> like it opens with the, the 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 inside joke of jingles the mailbot uh who it is it like it's not addressed to us it's addressed to jingles <laughs> yeah send us um, a newspaper with today's date on it <laughs> deal uh, and um so like I hate to explain the joke, but I, it it is something that I wanted to elaborate on. The uh, the, the the Joseph Stallion thing, in part, like, I'm glad it stands alone as a joke. But the 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 further references. Um, so somebody wanted to to host a a, a game, a, a tabletop game uh, with with myself, and I I think fine now. Um, the premise being that it like it was Equestria. It, in the lead up to the war, like the, the the pre-war days, like as things were were about to start getting bad, and Equestria was about to learn what war is, um, and and they they were using like an Equestria at war map and like trying to explain the setting to me so that I would like have an idea for a you know a character to create, and they 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 pointed to me, Stalingrad, and my brain melted. <laughs> Uh, and and dripped out of my nose because um, basically the question is who the fuck is Joseph Stallion is is a is a low key um, it, it, reference to uh, to a uh, Lindsay Ellis video yeah the, uh, about it, it opens up a whole line of questioning about the setting if if there is a Joseph Stallion what else could there possibly be within the setting like the yeah. amount of things required to explain. It, yeah, in, in order to have a stallion grad, you'd have to have uh, a Joseph Stallion. And in order to have Joseph Stallion, you'd have to have uh, a, a pony Georgia. Yes, uh, and, and a, the pony Czar, and a horse <laughs> Rasputin, and uh, yeah, and and a Czar, yeah, like a a, a Czar where, yeah. horse Nikola the Second, yeah. Um, and and where is horse like where is horse Nikola the Second? And and his atrocities factor in to to the benevolent reign of Celestia, like yeah, like it is an infinite like. So the question: Who the fuck is Joseph Stallion? Is a stand-in for a black hole <laughs> of, of of other questions that that cannot be asked, <laughs> that cannot be comprehended, unless it damages the fabric of the setting. Um. um and so, as far as I'm concerned, what happened to Rainbow Dash is the same question: Who the who the fuck? Yeah, we can't. You, you, you can't ask. Don't. Um, uh, so yes, that that is that's the one last thing uh, that I. Uh, uh, and uh, so, if you want to check us out, uh, you can you can email us if you want to for whatever uh, uh, Celestia damned reason you want to send us back to the mail zone. Uh, where would you <laughs> where would you send your mail to? Send that email to weirdingtonesq at gmail dot com. 
you can also contact on, us uh, on Twitter uh, at weirdington e uh, at uh, twitter.com. Uh, uh, the, the email is weirdingtonesq at gmail. Uh, the the Twitter is just at weirdington e. The uh, you could also contact us at uh, thou art fi if you're feeling saucy because it's extremely not safe for work over there. Thou art thou art fi. Sometimes I also draw safe for uh, work curses. They're quite nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I got one I last said, thing. I have one last thing because oh, I I, last I wanted to do this as a lead up to our uh, our coverage of the next one we're going forward to. I wanted to read the synopsis of All Equestria Heroes as a kind of like teaser of what we're going to be getting ourselves into uh, so i have it right here <clears throat> inspired by the heroics of the mysterious mayor known as the stable dweller silverstorm a guard on the town of Marefort, decides to go on a daring mission to rescue her captured brother of course things rarely go as planned and her attempts at heroism drags her into a tangled web of plots and conspiracies as warring factions vie for control over the last great city and we're gonna have to figure out how we're gonna say this because it's spelt d-i-s-e is it dice or dies Oh, or is it Dizay? Uh, we'll have to figure it out as we're going forward. Dis. <laughs> Dis. But, uh, which, isn't, which, which is a synonym for hell. <laughs> so, <laughs> which which makes makes our, our closeout, <laughs> at least for, for this episode, onward from <laughs> sunshine, sunshine and, and rainbows. rainbows.